What's up, students? Thanks for dropping by the Riverstone Students podcast. Uh, in this episode, I just want to speak a little to uh, how we should respond as Christians to uh, not being together as a church. Obviously, with this pandemic, we haven't been able to, for several, uh, it's coming upon months now, haven't been able to gather physically together on Sundays or Wednesday evenings. And uh, this pandemic has created this atmosphere of uh, uncertainty and fear that I think is pretty unparalleled for our generation. In fact, uh, this is pretty unparalleled just in world history, specifically in church history. Uh, And to to put it very plainly, this isn't necessarily anything that the church has been ready for. Uh, So for for centuries, the church has been uh, bowing itself up for many battles. And one of those battles is religious freedom, which is uh, unique to the American church. American Christians have fought very hard to preserve uh, the religious liberties that we possess because there are very few Christians throughout history that have experienced those liberties. So if if the day came that our uh, government began sweeping away religious freedoms, the the church would be ready. We would stand up and fight because we've been preparing for it because that's in our context is something that's very important to us. Uh, However, I can tell you that the last thing we've been preparing for is a pandemic that forces churches away from their gatherings. So uh, before we get into into this, let me just start by saying this. Uh, at this point, the actions that our government has taken uh, to fight this virus, they have not been acts of persecution. So what I mean by that is that while the government is in fact instructing churches to not gather, they're not doing so in an effort to persecute the church, if that makes sense. And that's important. They are saying that Christians can't gather together because nobody can gather together. They're saying that that everybody should avoid uh, major gatherings. If the government was specifically targeting Christians, the response would be much easier. Specifically, if they were sp- if they were targeting us outside of a pandemic context, the church would do what she has always done when the, whenever she's been oppressed, which is find ways to continue gathering, find ways to continue flourishing. In fact, the church is. Oftentimes, I would argue at its best whenever it is under persecution, and it grows under persecution. You can just look at China as a great example of that. It is drastically grown under persecution. But since that is not the case for us, we are left knowing that the most godly thing to do at this point is probably just to not gather together on Sundays and Wednesdays, and whenever else churches gather. That right now, that's the the wise thing for churches to do, and that's what most churches have been doing. Uh, So in response to that, many of you have expressed your sadness over missing church. Many of you have told me how much you miss the youth group. And let me just say that those feelings are, they're not only healthy, but they also serve as a reminder to us that we are meant to belong to a group of believers. We are not meant to be alone as Christians, but to be surrounded by our brothers and sisters in Christ. That's That's why I emphasize so much during our times together, the importance that you are a part of a church, not just Riverstone students, that we are a part of an over uh, an overarching church body that you are supposed to belong to, an actual, like I've said before, a literal family. And we are feeling uh, that, that sadness right now. So we can do live streams, we can do Zoom meetings, we can do Instagram video chats, we can do all that stuff. And all that is, those, those are good good things that have helped us stay connected. But none of those things can replace physically being together. And we shouldn't forget that when this whole thing is over. We shouldn't forget 
the importance of of the physical gathering just because we have it available to us all the time. I think my biggest takeaway from this situation has been that when it comes to the church, we take advantage of being able to gather every single week. Sunday morning services and midweek services are always going to be there. So, you know, we we might not value them as much as we should because you know that the 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 next one is coming. There's a there's an old comedy routine where the guy says that he talks about how his parents used to tell he used to or used to warn him about losing his appetite. Like if you ate too many cookies or ate too much, too many snacks, you're going to lose your appetite. And his response was, "Well, I have one just I have another one coming right up. I'm going to have another appetite in just a few hours." I feel like that's how we value how you how we view church in a lot of respects. That we kind of see it as I mean it's every week, right? There's church services on Wednesdays, on Saturdays, on Sundays. It's not a big deal if we miss one. The same the same is true of family members and friends. The things that we have the most access to are almost always the things that we take the most for granted because we assume that they're never going to be taken away. And we are experiencing that right now. We're experiencing the church gathering being taken away from us. And it's hard because, I mean, we've we've taken it for granted for so long. Well, we're What we should remember is that what we're experiencing as a church right now, not just not just as a like a Riverstone Church, but every every church in the United States, in the United States, what we are what we are experiencing right now for many churches around the world is the norm. So while we might think that the police telling us to to leave church is extreme, think about those other churches across the globe who gather every single Sunday morning, knowing that at any moment their door could be busted down, they could be taken to prison just for attending church. Now, this isn't meant as a as a guilt trip because I hate when people guilt church members over lack of persecution. Persecution is not, um, you don't have to be persecuted to be marked as a good Christian. We live in an incredibly blessed nation to be able to gather without persecution. I, I, I've, I say it, I've said it often from on Wednesday nights from the stage. There is not a, a group of people, a group of Christians in human history that's been more blessed than, than us. We have more freedom as Christians than any any generation ever. So don't don't get me wrong. This isn't a it's not a guilt trip. It's just a reminder that physically being at church is not only of tremendous importance, but it's also a tremendous blessing. It's not something that we should take for granted. To be quite honest, I I hope and pray that you are hurting over not being in church. That that this, the the people that have come up to me and told me how much they miss church, how much they miss youth group, how sad they are to not be together. I hope that's all of you, because that is a good thing to feel. That's not normally the case, but in this case, that the pain, the angst of not being together, the the desire to be together, that is a godly thing to feel. And if there's anything good that's going to come from this pandemic, it is that we will come back so excited to be together again, or at least I hope that we will. I can't wait for that first Sunday back in the building. It's going to be just an awesome experience, something that we've probably, I mean, a church experience that we've never experienced before, a church service we've never experienced before. So if you're feeling that pain, if you're feeling the desire to be together with your church family again, embrace it, cultivate it. Ask yourself why you feel that pain. Recognize the goodness of that. Because I think that we, li- we, we live in such a culture that, that church 
attendance is such a normal thing. Even even in our generation where religion is sort of is sort of tapering off. There's there more so than ever. There's people that that identify as having no religion. But even with that being the case, church attendance and especially in our area is just such a normal thing. There's no nothing abnormal about gathering on a Sunday morning in a church building. So the fact that we would miss that shows that we are somewhat understanding and reaping the benefits of a healthy church church context. That that we and I say this a lot, it might be hard for you guys to understand or you guys might not it might sound crazy to you guys, but there is a physical thing that happens whenever we gather together, a supernatural thing that being taken away from that should cause a literal sort of physical and spiritual response. It shouldn't just be, well, you know, I'll be happy to be back at church. I like being around my friends. I like, you know, drinking coffee, all that stuff. That's, it's, it's more than that. This situation should remind us how important gathering together is. It's to remind us how good it is for our for our souls to be together as one group. So I don't know if you guys see it, but but this is such a crazy and unique time in church history that might not ever be repeated. I can't I can't think of an instance where the church was forced to not gather, not not out of persecution where they were attempting to gather despite it, but that they were asked to not gather and forced to not gather and they voluntarily complied. That the church said, in our, it is the godliest thing to do right now for us to, to comply to this. I can't think of a time where that's been the case. can't think of a time in church history where for such a prolonged period of time, churches just weren't together. It's crazy. It's such a unique time that we will, in church history, we will look back and remember. So I hope that we all come back from this, not just excited to be together for the first few Sundays or the first few weeks, not just a emotional, oh, I'm glad to see everybody. I feel, I hope that we come back with a better understanding of how vital the church is in the long run.